This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey y'all and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. So today's episode is part two of our weapons of warfare from last week. And last week, y'all, I know I got turned, okay? But let me tell y'all, Holy Spirit did not come to play when he gave me this message. And I'm just so excited to see how um, we will continue to learn and grow from this and expound on this. Like I said, these five weapons of warfare that we have. It's just the surface level. Like God's like, we're just scratching the surface on this. Um, but I really felt led to share this with y'all so we can start identifying and utilizing our weapons appropriately. The Bible tells us that we are in a spiritual warfare. War is continual. Okay. We don't press pause. The devil ain't taking PTO. And so last week we discussed um, being offensive, so being designed and being ready for attack versus you um, being on the defensive when stuff happens, you now you snotting and crying and all of that, right? So when we utilize the weapons of warfare appropriately, we are able to stay in connection with God, we're able to strategize and we're able to be on the offense in this warfare um, with the enemy instead of us always having to to, um, to recuperate from these defensive um positions that we take. And so the first thing that we talked about last week was God's word. Okay. God's word is sharper than any two edged sword. Go back and listen to it. And the second is praise. Okay. I'm not going to go off on no tangent again, but when I tell y'all that story in second Chronicles with, with King Jehoshaphat, when they started, they started singing and they was like, well, we'll kill ourselves. Don't worry about it. God got it. <laughs> and they had the uh, opportunity to then to take days to collect the goods, the blessings. It took days and all they had to do was show up and praise. Y'all come on, come on now. So today we are going over our last three um, warfare weapons that we have in our arsenal. And number three is really a combination of prayer and fasting. So prayer is the ability for us to have divine communication with God and fasting is a divine discipline or one of our divine disciplines that we discuss in, um, 
in the producer society. And God has really been pressing. He, he actually gave me some, um, some, some notes and some things to share in regards to prayer. And I understand why he had me hold it until now because he is God. Okay. Um, but prayer and fasting is number three on our warfare's weapons list. And it is so important to understand that this is something that we saw Jesus do several times. Jesus is our example. And that's why I always refer back to him. No, we are not him, but he is the perfect example of what we should do. And he fasted and prayed and he would sneak away to pray. He had tons of people after him. Okay. If he was out here on social media, he'd have 8 million bajillion followers and he will still shut it down to go seek God's face. And so it's so important that we are separating ourselves, consecrating ourselves. Consecration is one of our um, pillars in the, in the producer society, consecrating ourselves, committing ourselves to prayer and doing it consistently. That's that divine discipline. Fasting should be a part of your lifestyle. Our old pastor used to say, you, um, we live life in the fast lane, right? where we're fasting regularly. It's not something that you do just in the beginning of the year for 21 days with your church, but you fast as the Lord leads you to whenever he tells you to, for whatever reason he tells you to, and from whatever he tells you to do. Okay. Some of us out here tomorrow, I'm doing, I'm giving up chocolate for Lent, uh, for 40 days. I think I did that one time. This is when I was like a baby Christian. When I say baby Christian, I didn't even know what Lent was. I was like, Oh, we doing Lent. Okay. Um, and I gave up chocolate and it was a, a great way for God to show me that I can fast and consecrate myself. But now I know that God can have me fast from chocolate. He can have me do a whole Daniel fast. He can tell me to get off social media. Whatever God tells you to do, whatever, um, in whatever area he's trying to stretch you, be obedient. It don't have to be Christmas time or, oh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get a breakthrough just for you to fast. Fasting should be a part of your day to day life. Prayer should be a part of your day to day life. The, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. That means never stop doing it. So we should be in constant communication and we should be um, consistently uh, fasting and, and consecrating ourselves for God and to God. And this is where we get a lot of our insight, a lot of our strategy, because we cut out a lot of the noise and we're able to have communication directly with the father. And so Jesus even tells us when we talk about war and that's being at war with the enemy, Jesus tells us when he is, um, the, the disciples attempt to cast out a demon in this boy, it don't work. Okay, they try to do it. And so they bring him to Jesus and Jesus is able to cast out this demon. And he says in Matthew 17, 21, that there are some demons or demons like these can only be overcome through prayer and fasting or can only be cast out through prayer and fasting. Um, We see that Jesus um, he prays um, and performs and does a number of miracles throughout the time of his ministry here on earth. And he did so because he consistently prayed and fasted. He consistently consecrated himself. Likewise, after receiving the Holy Spirit, the disciples were able to do the same thing. They saw victory in the um, over the enemy through fasting and prayer. They were able to cast out demons. They were able to pray. They were able to expand territory and go into different countries and share the gospel. But they did this through fasting and prayer. They had to fast and pray to get assignments on where to, to, to send disciples and things of that nature. 
And so they were always in constant communication and strategically um, able to hear from God. Okay, well, uh, Paul and Barnabas needs to go here. I can't remember what scripture I was reading, but I saw that they, you know, they fasted and prayed and then they, they sent people out on assignment. Some of us just be going out on assignment. You get there, you get your head busted and it's cause you ain't got no business being there. But God, I thought I was doing this in your name. No, if you're not consecrating yourself, if you're not praying and fasting, the enemy will use the appearance that counterfeit. I did an episode called counterfeit code. He will use the appearance of you doing God's work to get you out of position. You're somewhere where you have no business being. And so it's so important that you are praying and fasting and consecrating yourself. When we think about even um, women like Esther, Esther prayed and fasted and saved an entire nation of people. All the Jews were going to be dead. And Esther prayed and fasted and called her her servants to pray and fast for three days so she could approach the king. And she foiled the plot of the enemy because God showed favor because she consecrated herself. She was given divine strategy because she consecrated herself and it foiled the enemy's plan to take out a nation of people. You cannot live this life. You cannot live this life um, in the way, in the abundance that God wants us to, that exceedingly abundantly without praying and fasting. It is our, it is one, it is, it is the communication line. It keeps us disciplined. It keeps us, um, you know, the Bible tells us that the voice of a stranger, we will not follow. Well, if you're not setting yourself apart to learn how to hear God's voice, you're not going to know. And if you're struggling with understanding and discerning God's voice, you need to get in the producer society, do this Bible study with us, discerning the voice of God by Priscilla Shirer. We have tools to help, but more than anything, you need to partner with the Holy Spirit and be consecrating and practicing this, right? This is a lifestyle. This isn't something that's going to, you know, I like, I woke up like this. No, we're sinful. We're not going to just wake up like this. You are going to have to pray and fast even when your flesh tell you you don't feel like it, even when your flesh like, girl, you ain't got to do it today. No, that's the enemy trying to knock you off your game. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Fast. Prayer consistently. I cannot emphasize this enough. Okay. So that's number three, prayer and fasting. Number four, your mouth, your mouth is a warfare weapon, but you out here using it for the enemy's camp. 
we out here cussing people out. I was guilty, honey. I would cuss you out front to back, side to side, index, glossary, thesaurus, all of the pages, anything. I would cuss people out. I know it's hard for y'all to believe because if you know me now, if you know this version of me, people know that I'm so sweet and I've always been sweet, but it's like a Sour Patch Kid. Like, <laughs> like if you really got me to a place where I would act outside of my character, honey, I would cuss you smooth out. And I'm not saying that boastfully, but I'm saying that I had to understand in me doing that, I was sowing seeds of death. I was playing for the other side. So you think that you being cute, funny, cool, whatever. I was, I remember the day that God told I was at work. Okay. If you used to work with me in the NICU, especially night shift shenanigans, I always, always had something slick, crazy, funny to say. Most times in a, a, a way that was like jovial, playful. But God came to me one day and it was it was very all of a sudden to me. I had started walking with God. I was reading fervent. I was like, okay, God, I'm gonna do this. And I had told a joke and cussed and God said, stop doing that. And I was like, but it's funny. <laughs> right? Stop doing that. He said, you cannot, these are the same people that you um, bought this book for, because I bought fervent for everybody for Christmas, that you bought this book for and said, hey, we need to start, we should start doing a book club and reading together and really diving into this book. And now you sitting here cussing and you're ruining your witness. You're doing the same thing that they're doing. How are they going to get drawn to me? Stop doing it. You can be funny without you cussing. And I it was like, wow. And I did. I were, it was something that I had to work through. It didn't, I didn't stop immediately the next day. Okay. Like you girl, it, I had to grow through and be intentional about my mouth. The Bible talks about our mouths so much. It's not even funny. Like that could be a, it could be a whole month's worth of podcast episodes and we still wouldn't scratch the surface. But what I did not see was that years later, God would be using my mouth as a tool to get on this podcast every week and speak in places where my feet have never touched. And so death and life cannot be in the same place. Light and dark cannot exist in the same place. He had to train my mouth then. So then he could elevate me and put me in position to speak now. So y'all can listen to me every week and be like, girl, you crazy, but you right. And sometimes it's those things. It's like, but guy, I, you know, I be cussing though. Like I, I, I with them shirts, I love God, but I cuss a little bit. The devil is a lie. Don't y'all wear them shirts. Okay. You, you, you can't do both. You have to love God enough that I, that I quit cussing. Like, Ooh, girl, I could cuss you clean out. I feel it in my shine now, but I'm not going to because I love God and I'm a representative. I'm a representative of him. That's my testimony. Like, oh, girl, I got something I can say. My flesh, sis, is knocking at the door. And I'm going to have to rebuke her <laughs> because my flesh is trying to show up. Our mouths are a warfare weapon. We have the ability and the authority, okay, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit, to bind and loose things with our mouths. Matthew 16 and 19 tells us that. That whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in, um, on earth will be loose in heaven. And I am saying that from memory. Right? So we need to understand that when you out here talking about how broke you are, you are loosing that. 
You were giving life to that. And then you wonder why you you um, had some level of elevation in your finances and then stuff start happening because you spoke it. I'm broke. Nah. God, I thank you that you are continuing to elevate my finances. Show me how to do right with what you gave me. And it's not about us being delusional or us not, um, you know, being in grips with reality. No, but I'm going to choose to view things not from the world's perspective. I'm going to choose to not speak on things not from from the world's eyes, but from God's eyes, from God's perspective, because I'm kingdom focused. So you can't be out here talking about telling your kids they're your little broke best friends. No, my kids will not be broke. Good day. No, that's that's not what we're speaking. You're speaking that I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm this. Okay, and that's what's going to keep happening. That's what's going to keep happening. We have to bind that. We have to bind the spirit of poverty. We have to bind infirmity. We have to bind those things. You do the practical things, do a budget. Quit playing with me. <laughs> like, go to the doctor and do your preventative care measures. Quit playing with me. But you bind those things and you lose um, prosperity. You lose God's blessings. You pray the prayer of Jabez over your, over your finances and your family. Yet God enlarge our territory and do the practical things. But what we're going to stop doing is using our mouth to do things um, to, 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 to help the other side. The devil ain't got to do nothing because you sitting here cursing yourself, cursing your kids out. You ain't going to never be nothing. And then when they not, and you got to bail them out of jail and they 26 years old sleeping on your couch. Well, what happens? You happen, your mouth, the seeds that you planted. We have to understand the level of, of maturity that we have to have because the weapons that we have are powerful, powerful. We see Jesus cast out demons with his words. God made this whole everything with his words. And we are made in his image and his likeness. Our words are powerful because our daddy's words are powerful. That's why you see um, the, in the Bible when Jesus saw the fig tree and it had no fruit and he cursed it, came back and it was dead. Because our words have power. People talk about um, people who have plants. You, if you talk to your plants, they'll grow. Yeah, because our words have power. That's not no scientific. Not, that is spiritual. Yeah, of course, because the Jesus cursed the fig tree and it didn't grow. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds about right. We need to ensure that we are not out here cursing ourselves. You ain't got to worry about nobody else doing it. Our mouth produces fruit and we eat the fruit thereof. That's Proverbs 18, 21, death and life. You have to choose a side. You better be speaking the words and speaking things that are edifying of God. Is it hard? Mm-hmm. But you have to watch your mouth. It is a weapon of war. And when the enemy finds out that you know, oh, you, you can set the devil ablaze. I have done it. I have done it. You can kick him out, let him know, shut him down. And when you have that level of power, let me tell you, the peace 
surpasses all understanding, but you are now um, in a position where you just ain't got to take it. You don't have to ask somebody else to pray for you. No, baby, open your mouth and pray for yourself. You don't, God gives us the authority. You can seek God on your behalf. You ain't got to go to no priest to confess your sins. That's not even biblical, but I ain't even going to go there. That's the whole point of Jesus dying. It's so that we don't have to do that. Okay, let's free somebody today. The whole point of Jesus dying is so we don't have to do that. No, you go to God and you repent yourself. You talk to him yourself. It's great to have wise counsel. It's great to have community and connection and people praying for you. But if you don't have a personal relationship with God for yourself where you can open your mouth and he knows who you are. Tasha Cobb said, you know my name. God know my name because I don't stop talking to him. I'd be like, so also, what are we doing for dinner? <laughs> like, what, what should I be doing? God, what are we doing with this? God, I thank you. I'm giving you praise. God, thank you for waking me up this morning. Yeah, my job could use some improvement, but thank you that I have a job in a time where people are struggling. God, thank you that I have um, my health after I had a false positive COVID test. And when they called me with the test results, I had to check my mouth. Because at first I said, I got COVID. And I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Holy Spirit, check me quick. No. They said my test results positive. Let me go get retested. Got retested, rapid, negative, no symptoms. And did a send out test, negative. See how, because the enemy wanted me to be fearful. No, I ain't got, no, they said my test is positive. Okay. I don't have any symptoms. So what I'm going to do is confirm that they're wrong because I just got off a seven day fast. And you're going to tell me after I just got done fasting, the hardest fast in my life. Cause this is how the, en- the enemy be trying to play your girl. Fasted seven days, Daniel fast, who shall lay? It was rough on me that following Monday, I go to do my uh, every two week swab and they call me and tell me my test is positive. Er, what? And I called my dad. I was like, they said I got COVID. I got COVID. Oh, my gosh. For two, literally for two seconds. And then I had to pause and say, hold on, hold on. Because I had a dream, see, that the enemy was trying to scare me. It was some man trying to break into this room and I wouldn't let him in. And then I remember that I, I in my dream, spoke scripture and he acted like I threw acid on his face when I said it. So I knew it was him. Hmm? That's okay. I'll be back was the last thing he said to me. I wake up that morning, go to get my test. I'm driving back home. Hey, your test is positive. And it took just the, the 30 seconds of that registering. And Holy Spirit was like, no, 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 no. Says this is a warfare attack. This is a trick. This is a trick. No, don't speak that over your body. They said your test was positive. That's truth. But what we're going to do is we're going to go get retested. So I called my wise counsel. We prayed. And then guess what? My test was positive and I never had symptoms. Or my test was negative. I'm sorry. I never had. A, I never had. A, my secondary testing was negative and I never had symptoms. But had I just took what they said at face value, had I just took that, and had not been in a place where I had consecrated and been able to see the situation um, from a place where I was seeing 
or I was seeing it from God's perspective. I was seeing this in the spiritual sense. I hear what you said. Cool. I'm going to take the rest of the day off, get my family together. If I, if, if the, the secondary tests come back positive, we'll deal with it at that time. I'm still going to live and not die. Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. Period. But there's no way that I I just did the, the hardest fast of my life to date. And my reward is COVID. The devil is a lie. He's a liar. He's a liar. Literally, he's the father of lies. So we go, me and my husband both, we get, we do the rapid test, negative. See, I'm, I'm medical. So I'm like, and I'm also get this PCR. PCR two days later, also negative. So before I call everybody in mass hysteria and, oh, God, I got to tell everybody that I, but no, 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 boop. Let us first. What did God say? And it's so important that we have that, um, that ability to see that way. But that comes from using your weapons. That comes from me um, coming from a place where I was praying and fasting. From me speaking things over my life. From me being able to um, give God praise. I was praising him regardless. God, it don't matter what this test say. The secondary test. Because even if it's positive, I saw you heal my parents from COVID. So it can be whatever. <laughs> it can be whatever. Either way, you still got I ain't never scared. That's bone crusher. But I still, yeah, I said what I said. So it's so important that you are watching your mouth, that you're utilizing these strategies and these weapons appropriately. Had I, I could have spoke that thing over my life. Y'all, I was taking my temperature. I ain't gonna lie. I took it. My temp was 99.5. I was like, er, hold on a second. Right? Because I had not rooted myself and I was like, hold on, hold on. First of all, I got on six sweatshirts in this in this house because it's cold here. But the enemy will try it. He will try it. He will try it. I wasn't even planning on sharing that testimony with y'all. But th- that's what warfare looks like. It looks like that. It looks like, girl, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, praying, fasting, doing the thing. COVID, er, hold on. You ain't, I worked sick clinic for 12 months at the height of the pandemic and God kept me with a negative test every time. You are not about to tell me that on today. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. You tried it. Lo trataste. You definitely tried it devil, but no, but no. Stop accepting things so willingly from the enemy. Do the practical things. We went and got retested. I was fully prepared to let people know if the secondary test did come back positive. But guess what? The devil is a liar. Okay. And that brings me to my last point, my last weapon of warfare, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, God, the advocate, John 14, 15 through 26, um, Jesus tells us about the Holy Spirit and we really have to come back and 
really study this and talk about the Holy Spirit and the role that he plays even more. Um, if you follow Transformation Church with Pastor Michael Todd, he just did an amazing series called The Upgrade. If you're in the producer society, y'all know we've been talking about it because this is something that we lack because everybody it wants to be so spooked out. And that is a trick of the enemy. Quit making it deep. The Holy Spirit is God. Okay. He's our advocate. He's more than an ally. He's our advocate. An ally is connected to you. Okay. Black lives matter. And we have people, they have allies. Okay. Like, oh, I support y'all. Here's my black square on Instagram. But we don't need allies. We need an advocate. I need you to be out here trying to make things change, change some legislation. Okay. In the same sense, we don't need a spiritual ally. We need an advocate. And that's what we got. The Holy Spirit is our advocate because he makes, he puts action. Okay. He makes intercessions on our behalf. So when you don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit will be like, girl, I got you. Hold on. I don't know what you're talking about over here, but let me go up here and intercede on your behalf. That's Romans eight twenty six. Okay. When, when, um, you know, he pleads our cause to, to, to God. Like we ain't even got to have the words right because the Holy Spirit is like, let me step in and help you because sis don't really know <laughs> what she's trying to say. The Holy Spirit will warn you. He'll say, don't go there. Go here. Don't go left. Go right. Don't do that. Do this instead. And a lot of times we blow oh, that's my conscience. Girl, bye. That is the Holy Spirit. And he's prompting you to do what, um, what God is calling you to do. And we're looking for some big, deep, crazy, scary voice because that's what, that's what the movies and all of this portrayed. No, it's a small, still voice. A lot of times you'll know it's the Holy Spirit because it's stuff that you don't want to do. It goes against your default, your flesh. It lines up with God's word, the fruit of the spirit. That's why you got to know God's word. So you'd be able to determine whether it's who's talking to you, who is in your ear. And he, a lot of times he'd be correcting me. He'd be taking my edges and snatching them off. And I just be like, all right, <laughs> you're right. Okay. I'm gonna apologize. But it's so important that we understand the power of the Holy Spirit. None of the other weapons matter if you are not connected to the Holy Spirit. None of them. None. You have to receive the Holy Spirit. He is the plug. Okay. Our reception of the Holy Spirit through Christ is what gives us access to our authority to have dominion and to have the victory over demons and devils. Okay. Y'all know I told the story about the son. I think it's the sons of Sceva. Well, they went and thought they was about to cast that demon out of that man. And he beat them up and, and had them walking home naked, literally. Cause they had no authority cause they were, they did not have the Holy spirit. The Holy spirit is the plug. These, this is your arsenal. God's word, your praise, prayer and fasting, your mouth, Holy spirit. You have to have these weapons and know how to utilize them appropriately for you to be successful in this walk period. That's it. 
none of none of the other purpose, all that, that's great. None of that matters if you could not utilize these weapons appropriately. This is why you have people who are elevated, pastors who are elevated, and then they fall very publicly because they've forgotten how to utilize and yield and wield the weapons of their war. Because we get complacent. We need to be offensive. You can have fun. God is good. There's times for laughter, times for for, for what you now know, real Ecclesiastes, he'll tell you all the times there is, okay? But there's times, appropriate times and places for that. And then there's times for war. And then there's times for us to be praying and consecrating. Everything ain't a game. Everything ain't a TikTok dance. Quit posting your quiet time on, on Instagram. Stop it. Girl, just pray. The Bible tells us that we shouldn't be doing that um, allowed for applause, but we should be doing it. God's going to reward us for the things that we do quietly. Y'all don't know every time I'm on a fast, ain't nobody business. But me and God's. Because he's called me to do it. It's a, hey, girl, you hungry? No, no, thank you. I'm okay. Y'all know, girl, I'm fasting today. Yeah, fasting for the Lord. 12 hours. No, stop. No, I'm okay. Thank you. I ate earlier. I don't know. I'm not hungry. I'll eat later. And then go pray because the devil trying it. He trying to tempt you, girl. You decided you're going to fast and pray and they bring free donuts. That's not by happenstance. We have to really understand and start being on the lookout. Um, And everything ain't, look now, everything ain't the devil, child. Some of it's bad decision making. That's a whole nother word. But we need to be on the lookout and being able to quickly identify and then execute and take out with precision the devil because I'm sick of him and all of his schemes and all of his games. And he's keeping us bound. He's keeping us out of position and he's, he's trying to keep us from the victory that we already have. And so we have to understand that we have to get in a position where we let him know not over Christ's dead body. You've already been defeated. You got us messed up. So I'm going to put a pin in it. That's it for this week's episode. I love y'all. I pray that this blessed y'all. I cannot wait until God gives me the download um, when we do the weapons of warfare, just the extended version, because it's going to be fire. Like this was just an overflow of about an hour and a half of me and God just sitting here um, having this discussion. And I cannot wait until I can have the time just to sit before him and get even more because there's always new wisdom, new strategy. And so I'm just so excited. Um, Just one more time, make sure that you have God's word, your praise, that you are praying and fasting, that you are watching your mouth and that you are connected to the Holy Spirit those are your weapons. Get to know them, understand them, study them, understand and study what happens when you don't use them appropriately, especially your mouth. Child Jesus. It is it is critical in this season as God is calling and elevating so many of us that we understand that we are going to need these weapons in the next space. OK, so I love y'all. Continue to love God. Love God. With all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I'll talk to y'all next week. 
I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.